Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Laura. And welcome to another edition of Faith and Friendship Spoken Here, our new podcast of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. Welcome. Today, we'd like to talk about light, uh, light in our lives, light of, in our spirit, um, and light in our experience. And Michelle, I was, when we were coming together to think about what we were going to talk about next, I came to you and I said, how about light and darkness? And the reason I was going in that direction was it was right around the solstice. It was right before Christmas, and it was the darkest day of the year. And I love that day. I love that moment. But this year, for some reason, I had this very strong image of a little teeny tiny light, like a candle wick burning or a little teeny speck of light that at that moment that it is the darkest, longest night, the most darkness in the day. From that moment on, I just felt like, but it's hopeful now because as many people feel like it's this real dark time of year and it's the winter and it's cold and it's dreary and it's, you know, sad and lonely for a lot of people. Um, I realized that at that moment, that's when the days start to get a little teeny tiny bit longer, even by a couple of seconds every day. I just had a real understanding of it this year. So I just wanted to share that. And I just, I don't know, something about the light, like the blue, the blueness of winter as it begins and, and this little teeny light. And as we go into the went into the Christmas season and now we're in, you know, the beginning of the new year. That's what I was thinking about. Yes. And, and I like that because, you know, with the COVID going on um, and people are in different seasons of their life right now, they can have some dark days and, you know, it's important to kind of really dig into your faith um, and keep that light going in yourself. There's a few things you can do. And it's important to also lean on your friends who are your faith partners, your Bible study sisters, prayer warriors, Uh, you know, so we have a a great uh, circle of women that uh, are very supportive of one another. And when one is down going through something, everyone rallies, uh, you know, emails, cards, you know, so being a light for others is, you know, is very important too. And and we do that at work, Laura. You and I tend to have those days or moments, you know, you'll come over to me with uh, something or you'll send me a text about, a, you know, Bible verse or something about finding joy just to kind of lift me up a little bit. So uh, do, do you get that feeling at work that I, I try to do that too, right? Oh, I mean, you're, you're, sort of this effervescent fountain of positivity and light. I mean, literally and figuratively, Michelle. I mean, so it's lovely to be able to work with you, but because you bring in that energy and that light into into our work life, but also with our clients, you know, I think it's important because I think you show them really that having light is possible or having the light translates to hope. I mean, we're all in this pandemic together it's such a you know mm-hmm. such a cliche but you know this feels like another dark period that we're in right now and um to be one another's light where you send me a you know a funny thing on my email or we just have a laugh together and then we go off in our different directions 
mm-hmm. very comforting. And I think to show that to the people we work with and also to really just to live that, even if we're having a bad day. Yeah, there's hope. And, you know, I when I walk into work with our clients, I know that they're having some struggles. And so when I walk into that room, it's positive energy time and really trying to give them some hope, like, you know, acknowledge the small victories and, you know, whatever, whatever light that they can come up with for themselves. That's what I I try to bring out from them. So I think that's such a great example. And you know, some of the ways that I keep, I call it my faith light shining, things I do, gratitude is really important for me. Before my feet hit the floor, I give thanks for everything in my life, you know, from a warm home, just from small to big, because I think that kind of sets your day when you are, you count your blessings yeah. and you practice gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's one of the ways that I do it. I know you have some things, some novenas and some different things that, you know, you kind of do as well. So what do you kind of do in the morning? Is there anything specific? I've been saying a prayer in the morning. I've been saying the Our Father, which sounds like maybe not a big deal. But for me, it is because I never started my day with prayer before this last year or so. Um, and really noticing you know to devote the time we talked about this last in our last podcast i think in creating the time uh, at the beginning of the day or just creating the time for our spiritual lives with god to make that time at the beginning of the day even though it's maybe one more thing or one thing i have to remember because i'm not practiced at it creates more space in my day later on so that i have the sense of Jesus being right with me right along the way. Um, I just have to remember to say thank you and come with me. And that's my light. Um, Learning that prayer in the morning, writing, doing some journaling, being outside, being with my my pet and my family, my little dog and my little dog, Lily. Hey, I have a brand new family that we rescued. She's a husky mix, but we're not sure about that. Her name is Lila Grace. Lila Grace. Yeah, she's a doll. Like, I'm happy to talk about her. Like, she's my new love. Like, she she has brought light and more love into this house. These are the simple things. You know, we don't, not going out maybe and spending a lot of money or, or <laughs> buying anything. This is about finding the light within. Mm-hmm. And what keeps us at peace in a tumultuous, what can be a tumultuous day or um, a, a tough time that we're all having right now. So finding that's what I was also thinking about how when we're having dark days or a dark moment or we don't feel well, how do we find a light You know, in the day? How do we find a little bit of hope and keep that going, like keep that little flame burning, that little tiny mm-hmm. bar going to keep us hopeful, just to keep us coming back? And another thing, I have religious candles, uh, St. Jude, the different saints, um, you know, the Blessed Mother Mary. And sometimes talk about light, just having um, some moments uh, in prayer, just to light those candles and sit quietly for a few minutes and uh, just get that light back. 
Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes I find those candles are really encouraging. I, I like that quiet time. And in the candles, I'm going to be honest, you can get them at the Dollar Tree. Mm-hmm. Get them Another at one. The Dollar Tree. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, that's that's something that's affordable mm-hmm. that you can uh, you can stock up on those and have them, you know, anytime you want them. So, uh, you know, I think that that's a good thing. I, I think at work, we try to be that not only the light, but we want them to start using some of the practices that maybe we're doing, like gratitude. Mm-hmm. We every day on the check in sheet, you know, we have what are you grateful for today? Uh, because we wanted them to verbalize every day something that they're grateful for and and take stock in what they do have and, you know, maybe what they're kind of working towards. Uh, so definitely gratitude is big. We, we try to instill that. And I just think the energy we have, you know, if we have like a light energy, it's contagious. It can be contagious because, mm-hmm. you know, some people, um, my groups are in the morning. So at nine o'clock, then everybody enjoys being up at that early time. And with COVID, there's no beverages or anything. So everybody has no coffee. So it's really sometimes a struggle to get folks engaged. But I think if you bring that presence with you, they warm up to it and uh, and they kind of join in and, you know, then there's some laughter and that's very lighthearted. And um, that's another way. Laughter, too, sometimes. <laughs> I think so. So how do people find their own light or how do people find, you know, their own space where they can find hope or be hopeful? How do we get people to, you know, know that there's hope even in dark times. Um, Michelle, do you have any thoughts? Well, I know one thing I do every day and I don't, you know, I don't know if, if they like it, but we do a motivational quote every day, every morning we do a motivational quote. And, you know, if one person says it resonates with them, then it's worth it. And um, it gets them thinking. It gets them out of that um, maybe despair that they might be uh, having that season of right now and get motivated and just get the light started a little bit. So I just think motivating people uh, is definitely one way that I try to do that. Uh, Yeah, definitely. That's one thing I like to do. And just being supportive just being there for people like we don't really understand how big of an impact that is Mm -hmm. on others um, because we might be the only person they see the entire day um, that is being kind and uh, thoughtful and you know pouring into them so I I think that you know even the smallest things help people sometimes so I, I agree. And I just, if, if I may, I wanted to just refer to, um, Father, Father Mark's homily actually from, um, January 2nd. So the first, um, Sunday after, after the new year, he spoke of, of darkness and light. And, um, and I, I wanted to quote a couple of lines that, that stuck with me. He said, as we begin to ponder the, begin to ponder 
the wonderful gift that has been given to us in Christmas and the wonderful gift that God has bestowed on all of humanity. Perhaps you say, how do I know that I am bearing God within? How do I know that I am where I need to be? And the answer is this. You will know that you are centered and focused in the right place when you begin to look for and seek God in all things. To look for and seek God in all things. God did not come into the world to tell us that he was above us or around us, but that he is in us and one with us. And so when we develop the habit of prayer and when we embark upon this pursuit and we take who we are seriously and who God is seriously, then we begin to look for and search for God in all things. And what happens? Then everything begins to look differently. And when I heard Father say that, I had that image of, you know, radiating that, that light within that Jesus radiates for us. Um, that's what we do when we search and find God in, in everything. Everything that we do, everything that we see, every interaction, even if it's a small, minor interaction, um, you know, as hard as it might be to be nice to the person who's grumpy in front of you at the grocery store. If I'm nice to that person, maybe that's a kind thing that I can do that's the only nice thing that happened to that person, or maybe that changes the trajectory of what they might do next. And just so something simple, you know, how do we grow that light? I try to tell that to my kids too. I mean, you just never know what you can do, what you're doing or saying that might change somebody's life or what happens, you know, next for them. So it can just be simple kindness, like you said, Michelle, just kindness and just reaching out to someone in their moment of need or in their moment of sorrow to, to just be there, not with advice, but just a listening ear or just a little bit of time. And I think that helps us to radiate, keep radiating the light as we move through this dark time. So as we wrap this up and literally move out of this, you know, podcast and move into the season. And now we are in the midst of winter and it feels like it's dreary and isolated and bare, barren trees and so forth. You know, we're moving, hurtling forward in the direction of light and spring and the beginning of, of land. Oh, you forgot cold. You <laughs> forgot cold with the barren trees and the, you know, super cold weather needs to be stated too. I just had to put that in there. Yeah. And the New England weather, right? Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, so we're moving toward, like, I feel like we're moving slowly, but we're moving like the speed of light at the same time toward spring, toward Lent, the season of Lent. And, you know, another another period of, of you know, waiting and looking toward toward the light of Jesus' resurrection. So do you have any any thoughts? I, I think that, you know, you're, you spoke very well about that. I mean, you know, we're in, we're in a winter season, but what hope and joy is, is coming up 
or, you know, our, our land in uh, the resurrection. So I, I think hope is definitely here, you know, with spring coming, that brings some hopeful feelings too. So stay in faith, have hope. That's what I would say right now. Laura and Michelle with Faith and Friendship Spoken Here, a production of the Mental Health and Communications Ministries of Saints Isidore and Maria Parish in Glastonbury, Connecticut. We'd love to get your feedback on and topics for the podcast moving forward. Send those along to contact at isadoreandmaria.org. That's contact at isadoreandmaria.org. Thanks to our pastor, Father Mark Sislenko, for supporting this project. Our music is courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions in Turner's Falls, Massachusetts. I'm Carol Vassar. Thanks for joining us.